You guys know that I've joined the Motivated CEO podcast to the podcast Her Network. It's really been a game changer for the fast track to growing this podcast. And I am so excited to tell you that they are opening their doors right now for you to come and join too. If you want to learn more, join the founder, Joanne Bolt, and myself at the upcoming live masterclass, Three-Step Visibility Engine, by registering at podcasther.com forward slash masterclass. Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Today, I am talking all about social media and our mindset around it with Tanya Ann. And with that being said, welcome in, Tanya Ann, to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. We're going to have fun today. We sure are. Oh my gosh. When I met Tanya Ann in a coffee chat, I was like, I need this woman on my podcast. Her energy, you guys, she is just such a ball of light and is doing so many amazing things. So can you tell us more about yourself, who you are and what you do? Well, thank you. First of all, that's absolutely amazing. I remember meeting you in that coffee chat too, and there was just something that connected absolutely. And that is the beauty of social media. If, if you will. So like you said, my name is Tanya Ann. I'm a content coach and strategist. And what I do is I help female entrepreneurs find where their mes- message is getting lost in their content so that they can actually attract and build an audience of potential perfect clients, whatever perfect means, but just that person that you could just dream of working with. Because after being in the online space for over 11 years now, Better content means more clients. It really does start and stop with your content. And it is such a struggle for so many different types of businesses, different women in different uh, stages of their life. So that's what I like to bring to the table is just finding your own way in this great, big, massive world of social media. Yes. And isn't that the truth? Just it is a great, big, massive world, social media, and it's noisy. So yes, I think really nailing that messaging is one of the first steps because you can have the greatest content in the world. You can have so much value, but if you're not conveying that message appropriately, if you're not speaking to that ideal person, it can really set you back. And to that end, when we're focusing on who we want to help, what our goal of our business is, and I was literally just scrolling Instagram this morning and we often compare ourselves to where we are now to where someone else is light years many steps ahead of us and sometimes those people that we look up to or think that are you know so much better than us at content when you really scroll down to see what they're saying they're not saying very much at all And whether you're at the beginning stages of growing your business using social, in the middle stages, or I've even had clients that they were, they've been successful for many years, but they lost their message along the way because we grow and we evolve and our message changes. And I think that it's super important to remember that we need to keep in mind why we're doing this. What is the goal of your content? 
is to serve our audience. It's to help them in uh, a situation they may not even be aware of yet. So making them aware of the problem. But for me and the way that I live my life and why I find social media easier than ever to manage mindset wise, as I'm helping someone, I literally bring it down to that. One person is reading this today. Of course, we know there's more, but one person needs to hear the message that I have today. And that one person is enough for me. That is all that matters is helping that one person. Oh my gosh, that is so powerful. And it really simplifies everything. We tend to really, really overcomplicate things. At least I do. I've done that for years where, you know, you just start scrolling like, oh, I'm going to get some ideas for content. And then you start scrolling and then you start comparing. And then it's like, why am I even, you know, then the imposter syndrome kicks in. Why am I even qualified to be doing this? And it's this whole vicious cycle But when you really get clear on that why, showing up to serve, thinking of, okay, the audience instead of the algorithm, we shouldn't be posting for the algorithm. It's it's our audience, right? Absolutely. In fact, I'm going to take that thread and run with it because that's what I used to do. I was a fitness and nutrition coach for 10 years. And how I created content was based on how everybody else was creating content. No wonder... Uh, last year I had to retire completely because I was burnt out. I mean, I think I've even had three serious burnouts in those 10 years. And it's because I had lost my way. I was trying to do it for the masses when really now with this business that I have, that I just started in October, I'm doing it for me, the person who's me, who doesn't necessarily have all the answers, but is tired of considering the, uh, that uh, the algorithm needs to give them their business. The second I let that go, here's what I do. I never look at how many likes are on a post. I never look at how many comments. I respond to each and every one. But I never look at that because that doesn't matter. What matters is the message was delivered. So whether 100 people love it or nobody loves it, it doesn't matter. I don't rely on that. Um, societal dopamine hit, if you will, of what the algorithm has to, is going to dictate to me. So I post my content knowing that at the end of the day, this message is the message I carry through, whether I'm on Instagram, whether I'm on Facebook, whether I'm in real life. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. You have to be true to you. And once you let go of looking to see, you know, getting your worth from your insights, how much you grew, how many people you reached this week, et cetera, et cetera. Your business growth starts to become fun. And I think that's what's been missing for so long, way too long, is we're all worried about how we look like or how we come across on social. What if we went on social without makeup, without doing our hair, showing up as we are in real life? sharing our struggles, but also the lessons that we learned from that and just have fun again. You mentioned the word simple and actually funny enough, funnily enough, that is my word for 2023, simplicity. And I chose that word for every part of my life, personal life, business life, whatever. And if it takes me, and this has helped me big time, if it takes me three years to get my business to where I would like it to be, then it takes three years. No more chasing it, running after it, trying to grab it. And it's always three steps ahead of me, right? This is what I have to go through. It's like my dad. He used to say, you got to pay your dues. (laughs) And it's not, you know, that I'm paying my dues, but I want to enjoy this journey. 
I want to make sure that this, it is not going to happen as fast as I need it to. And that's okay. It's going to happen. I know how this is going to explode because I have faith that it will, but I don't want to spend three years dragging my butt through the mud and have it be a chore. I want to have three years of, oh my gosh, this was so fun. Yes. Oh my gosh. It it is all about embracing the journey because we do get so caught up in that need for external validation from the time we're kids, you know, bringing home the report card with with good grades. You get praised for that. All of these accomplishments, we are conditioned to constantly seek that external validation. So now we've put this on steroids with social media and we're, you know, our brains, that that dopamine hit, it's a real thing. There is science behind it that's showing, okay, you know, we're, we're using social media almost as a weapon in the wrong way because we're, we're basing all of our worth off of likes, saves, engagement. And when you take the time to reframe and just show up authentically, it does really, really change the game. I mean, for me, just yesterday, I posted a picture of myself, you know, full on like ugly girl cry, like just awful. And I've never done that before. But the amount of just the outpouring of support and people being like, you know what? I'm here for you. I'm praying for you. I've got you. I mean, it just was like, wow, there's there's people out there. And I think we forget that, that there are real people on the other side of the screen that are hearing the message that we're putting out there. And these messages need to be shared. But when you really make that mindset shift between you know, chasing your ideal client to just, hey, this is who I am and attracting them. It does become fun. I mean, life is meant to be lived. We are not meant to be just nose to the grindstone, 24-7, burnt out, stressed out, overwhelmed. I mean, we've all been there. But life's short. And with that in mind, when I was in the fitness nutrition business, I was chasing because I thought I had to live up to a certain standard. Now, and it's just like you say, the more real I am, and I really see this as being a massive shift in 2023. We want that realness. We want to see you show up with your makeup streaming, not in a fake way that has been done to death, because we can tell that from a mile away, run from that. But it's like, okay, you know what? Today, my life is really hard, and I don't want to talk about it, but I want you to know I'm just like you. I have days that are horrible and I'm scared and I'm so emotional and I'm not afraid to show that because we've been conditioned to show up picture perfect, right? Like, let's think about it. Instagram, when they started, what was it, 2012? I can't remember. But when they started, it was all about pretty pictures, right? And it's evolved throughout the years. We went heavy into video, but now we're coming back to carousels and pictures and and graphics and things like that. But there's still that air of perfection that is starting to break. There's little cracks in it. People are standing up. They're voicing their opinion, saying, no, I don't accept this anymore because it makes me feel bad about myself, right? It's toxic. But at the same time, there's people like you and me and others that we know that are saying, you know what? Yeah, it is toxic and you don't have to worry about that because being real is what's going to really help you break through. And just like you said, when I am really true and authentic in my posts, and my voice is coming through, I get messages and messages and messages, whether it's comments saying, thanks for keeping it real. I get, you know, some people are shy. They don't want to write in the comments. So I get the DMs going, 
you are so true and so authentic. I love your energy. But my job as a leader, and it took me a long time to feel like I had the authority figure to be a leader, but it is to show the way that the audience is craving someone would. And it's the same with you, Amy. We have very different people that we speak to. I'm not a mom. I'm a single gal. My kids have four legs. But at the same time, we are trying to show that, you know what, we're all the same here. Whether you're at chapter one or chapter 52, we are all growing our business online. Isn't it great? Why don't we support each other doing this? We'll learn so much more. We really will. Yes, absolutely we will. And I am so glad that those cracks are starting to happen because I just, oh, like for me, the filters drive me crazy. I absolutely refuse to use a filter. The only thing I will do, I will stand in front of my my window because it has some nice light and it makes me look like I have less wrinkles, but I will not throw on a filter. But I mean, it's just, it's me. This is what you're going to get. Most of the time, I'm in a top knot trying to see how many days I can use dry shampoo on my hair before I have to wash it again because I just, <laughs> the drying process is exhausting. But, you know, that's who I am. And when you work with me, I'm going to show up exactly like this. This is me. It's exhausting trying to be anyone else but me. And I love that we're doing that. You know, I love that you said, you know, it is our job as leaders to show people the way. And there is a way that just feels good. It feels good because it's authentic. It's staying true to us. It's staying aligned with our values. It's just showing up flaws and all. And that's what attracts me to other coaches and clients is just that vulnerability, the ability to be like, you know what? I'm just like you because I don't always have it together. And that's okay. I mean, there's days when I'm just a hot mess and that's all right. But it's funny. I call it the hot mess express. Yes. Yes. Me too. I love it. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. But once we start having these conversations and bringing this to life, we can all be a part of this change because there is so much abundance in this world. And when we collaborate with one another, I mean, that's what brought you and I together. You know, we were in this coffee chat and it's just, again, helping each other and sharing our knowledge, having conversations like this. That's where we start to change the narrative. And that's where we regain that power back. Absolutely. And I think, though, too, when we're stepping into that role of leader, we obviously we talked about comparisonitis, but also we think that maybe we're not, I don't, I hate to say it this way, but for lack of a better term, good enough to do a collab with that person. We're not there yet. We haven't broken through. We're not making 10K months. But one thing that has really shifted um just the way that I do my business completely is allowing myself to be vulnerable and show up in those rooms where there's seven figure earners, six figure earners, people that are doing things that I'm not doing and allowing myself to be that tiny little goldfish in that ocean of experts. Because what that does is it brings me up. I level up. I see what is possible for me. And I know that just because I haven't hit these certain benchmarks doesn't mean that I'm not worthy enough to be in that room. And just like you said, that that coffee chat that we met on, there is people from people who have not even really started their business. So there's people that are still yet, you know, they're behind me coming up. And I was scared to do that. 
for years, I refused to do it. I wanted to do it my way. That's the stubborn streak, but it's also the lie I told myself to not have to face the fear that I haven't quote unquote made it yet. And once I allowed myself to give myself that chance, once I said, I'm going to try it, it may suck. And then you know what? I don't have to ever do it again. It's the same here with getting more visibility on me and my business by coming onto podcasts. Honestly, I don't think I'm worthy enough to do it. But then there's a part of me that says, yes, you are. Go do the work. You go on a couple podcasts. If you hate it, then you don't have to do it again. And here's what the thing is. All of this exposure is now making my wheels turn. Okay, I want to have a podcast. Yes. So it's allowing yourself to, it's okay that you're small. there's small fish because there needs to be. There needs to be small fish, there needs to be the medium size, and there needs to be the sharks. Because it is, like we said, this whole collaboration of women who are building a business. Like, think of that for a second, right? You're building your business. And there is someone out there that needs you, that can identify with you, that says, oh my goodness, she's a girl for me. And we need to activate those people through our content in a way that's real, true, and authentic so that we can be the leaders that we deem to be. Yes. I'll tell you what, though. You need to start that podcast. I 100%. It was, I would have never thought in a million years I would have a podcast. And last July, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start a podcast. This has been the thing that has really just caused me so much growth and expansion, helped me meet so many incredible business owners because I have guests on here. I'm and I have the same thoughts. I'm like, wow, how how am I even talking to this person? They're a seven-figure earner and you know, who am I to be, you know, chatting with them? But it does, it causes us to level up. And putting yourself as that little fish in those big rooms it just shows you, it's proof that it's possible, that you can achieve these things, learn from these people, soak it all in, because that's where you start to collapse time and really skyrocket your growth so much faster, because we're not meant to do this alone. I think being entrepreneurs, a lot of times we just get into the, the scarcity mindset again, and it's like, no, we have to change that, because we have to remember too, we all started as beginners. We all started at ground zero. And it's funny that you say that because at the end of the day, this is how, no, I come from a long line of entrepreneurs. I will be honest. My family is on my father's side. They're all entrepreneurs. They all have their own businesses. So I've been exposed to it, not in an online space, but in that world for my whole life. I just turned 51 today, so <laughs> that's a long time. <laughs> and the thing of it is, yes, we are building online businesses, but and yes, we're entrepreneurs, but we also have to realize that we are the CEO of our business and we need to make quote unquote big girl decisions, right? We have to put our big girl panties on and at, at some point say, you know what? Enough of this holding my light behind the bushel, or sorry, whatever that saying is, I need to stay to take a step to to get out there, right? I was just watching a training um, from, oh, of course, her name is totally escaping me. She's taken a hiatus. She's very big in uh, YouTube. And she was showcasing on one of her older videos. Someone was talking about where's the place to be in 2023 if you want to have 
expansive growth and quick growth. Now I am all for the slow roll growth, okay? But this really made me think, and he said, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, you're not gonna have that fast growth because they're so overused. Even LinkedIn, it's like billions of people are on it. You wanna know how many podcasts are out there? And don't quote me on this amount because I don't know the, the date of the video, but he said it's like 300,000. Mm-hmm. Do you know how small a pool that is? 300,000 podcasts compared to billions and billions of YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram accounts. It is literally the answer. And the brilliant part about it is if you are growing into that maturity, the business maturity of being the CEO, you don't have to show your face. You can ask your friends. You can ask the people in your community, just like you and I were in the same community, to help you build that up, right? And I think that it takes a lot of pressure off of having to perform. You and I are having a conversation, literally. I have my coffee. Well, I did. I'm done. I have my coffee in my hand, and we're just having a conversation. So podcasts... (laughs) And that's why you said I really should. It's already in the works, Q3. Uh, It's when I'm going to be starting it. I have a few things I wanna do to build that foundation of my business first, but then that'll be my my next expansive place. And even though video is my jam, I have to admit, I love being on video. It is where there is the better, best chance for me to grow quickly right now. And it's all about taking that chance. It's educated chances, but it's like everything. You take a chance, you step into the role of thinking, all right, we've got to think um, business here. We've got to talk business. What's some strategy as opposed to all about feelings? The feelings are important. Don't get me wrong. But you need to, at the end of the day, start saying, okay, I need to grow up in my business. And that mindset has helped me immensely. That is the mindset that actually helped me to get over the comparisonitis, to feel like I am a leader worthy of something to teach someone and something to say, but then step into that CEO role. Listen, I'm an entrepreneur at the end of the day. I'm responsible for all of my own finances. I'm a single gal, right? And if I'm not treating it as a business, it's never going to be a successful business. Yes, because that's where we all screwed up. We don't treat our businesses like businesses. And that's so, so important. And to circling back to the podcast statistic, isn't that crazy? Yes, there's only 300,000 active podcasts out there. You know, you may like start searching and be like, oh, well, it says that there's supposed to be. No, only 300,000 are actually putting out new content. So yes, podcasting is huge because people can consume this content anywhere in their cars while they're doing dishes while they're doing what any of the things that we're doing it's convenient and that's what we want that's how we're learning now and to put that in comparison i want to say the last statistic i looked at was that there are over 600 million blogs out there so if you're telling yourself there's not room for me okay there's only 300,000 podcasts that is not a lot look at the billions of people in this world look at the 600 million blogs if you've been thinking about doing it try it do a podcast tour first get on other people's podcasts see if you like it and if you do guess what then just start the darn thing if I can figure it out anyone can. I am not a tech savvy girl. I Googled, I YouTubed. You literally can learn all of this on YouTube University. Just start like Googling stuff, put in searches. 
and just start messy. That's the beauty of it because starting out, you're not going to have a ton of listeners and that's okay. You can actually, you know, play and have fun and really perfect your craft before you have these big audiences. I'd freak out if I had like a million downloads each week. Like I'm not ready for that, you know? So, but I'm loving now just playing and connecting and having fun, which is what business is all about, is just embracing the journey and just you're really treating it as an experiment because it is just trial and error over and over and over. And if you don't succeed at something, you learn from it. That's all. And just to put a bow on this and we'll wrap it up. The fact that you are willing to start at ground zero, people want to see your business journey. It's another thing that I've recently adopted that they want to see me grow my third business from scratch. They want that journey, that that background. They want to see it because you know what? In a year from now of doing maybe one podcast a week, you can say, look, look at my, my day one. And now look at me. This can happen for you too. Yes. Oh my gosh. This was such a great episode. Oh my gosh. Where can we learn more and get into your world? I'm going to make it really simple. I'm going to stick with that simplicity. You can find me at Hey Tanya Ann. T-A-N-Y-A-A-N-N-E on Instagram. We're just going to make it really, really simple and we can connect there. Please slide into my DMs and just say, hey girl, that is where I love to hang out. Oh my gosh, so good. Well, thank you, Tanya Ann, so much for taking time out of your crazy busy day to share your amazing value with our listeners. Thank you, I had a blast. This was so much fun. And until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 